How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Good morning, buddy. And I can say good morning. Yeah. Because it is the day after the NFL draft, and we are here to recap the draft bright and early for everybody to hear. Because typically, we we broadcast on Thursday night to put out there on Friday morning, but mm. this draft went way too long last night for us to be doing any podcasting. Well, that's what I said, because the draft always goes till about midnight, and, you know, it's just, it's it's very hard to sit there for the first couple, the first at least half of the draft, when you're sitting there for like two hours, and they pick six picks, and it's, and half of them you know, so you get a little tired, but... Yeah, but I woke you up this morning. You're up bright and early. You're, you're, this might be the earliest you've woken up in what? Two years? Mm, At least a be. year. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's all to uh, it's all to recap the draft. You know, it was a pretty exciting first round. Not as exciting as I guess it was all hyped up to be with the crazy trade rumors with Aaron Rodgers that we'll talk about with everything that's gone on. Yeah. By the way, can I have an apology now? Uh, off camera or off radio, um, you were all Aaron Rodgers will be traded tonight at the draft, and I told I you hands down that. it will not. I happen. said it wouldn't happen either. <laughs> I'd said it wouldn't happen. We were in a room with, with several uh, fathers and sons, and and there was a, a more people believed Aaron Rodgers was going to be traded during the draft than not. Yeah, but um, I think it's just the fact that. Every draft, there's so much hype and with the trades and everything, and then it's just a let, kind of a letdown from that as, aspect. But still, some surprising picks. Very, very um, surprising. I mean, we have to talk about the Jacksonville Tigers now that they've changed their name. Seriously, <laughs> that and uh, what the hell the 49ers are thinking? We'll talk about our Cowboys. Ugh, um, what a crazy day! And the fact that you're not as disappointed as I am, and I think that we totally. Just failed, totally failed, and nope. a whole year was wasted. No, nope. in my opinion, totally but wrong. We'll have to recap all the picks from the first round and get you ready for the rest of the draft. Let's talk about it. Let's run it. Let's get to the first round of the NFL draft. Wait, before we do, you know, so I'm thinking that, you know, when you have your ESPN gig, you know, and they come calling, that you're not going to be doing the 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. slot. That that's probably not going to be your best time. Well, preferably no. (laughs) That's not the, that's, I mean, if I have to, I'm going to have to, but that's not the dream. Yeah, I think your dream is doing the 9 p.m. till 1 a.m. In the yeah, morning slot. That might be. That might be better. For me. <laughs> but let's start with the top uh, five of the NFL draft from last night. Yep. Lawrence and Wilson were confirmed as one and two. And then the no draft works. started at three, which I don't think anyone knew. We are going back and forth. Mac Jones to Justin Fields to Trey Lance to... Are they going to take Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts to... Everybody in the book. I mean, seriously, everybody. And then 
yesterday, the odds completely shift. As nothing comes out, there was no rumor that the 49ers knew they were going to take and they were going to take Trey Lance. No rumor that they were going with Mac Jones. A couple of days ago, when they had their press conference, the G or the GM said that Shanahan was gonna make this was his call because he's the coach and he runs the offense and he gets to pick his quarterback. The odds flew in Mac Jones' favor because of what we've said about their system. Because what I said is he's a better quarterback and will fit right the scheme better. So that's what the odds flew in Mac Jones and and that's we kind of penciled it in. But then we couldn't really understand why they would trade up for Mac Jones because as we saw Mac Jones fell at fifteen. They could have had him at whatever they originally had, 12, I believe. Yep. They could have had him at 12. So that was So they bamboozled plan. us the entire time. The uh, the odds the odds sometimes are, are always, like, 90% of the time, they're always right. They always know. I don't know how they know, but they always know. And and late, late Thursday evening, the odds just start to shift from plus 200 to in the, in the favorite of Trey, Trey Lance, and and with nothing said, no confirmation, no nothing. Something and, happened in that and, second pro day, and there it is. Do you like Trey pick? Lance is the pick? Do you like the pick? I I think this is what they did. They said we have a quarterback right now in Jimmy Garoppolo, who's very average. He he is he's as average as you can get. Is he bad by any means? No. Is he an elite quarterback? No. He is right there in the middle of the pack. You could you could easily. If you're listing off quarterbacks, put him at 16, and he'll be right in the middle, which is the sure. most average you can get. I think get. we all agree on that. And I think when they look at Mac Jones, that's kind of Mac Jones' ceiling. The average quarterback in the NFL. Is he going to be an elite superstar? I, I don't think so. I don't think his ceiling's that high. Can he, be, can he be really bad? Sure, but I think his arm talent and his IQ is going to get him to be a starting quarterback for several years in the NFL. But Lance is that guy who... Raw talent is probably no doubt second behind Trevor Lawrence, third maybe third behind Wilson, but no doubt the most raw talent at number three that was available. You didn't answer my question. I think the pick. I don't personally think Trey Lance is going to be a good quarterback. That's that, why I'm asking. That good quarterback. Um, I like the pick and the fact that they that they traded all the way up to get Trey Lance and not pick Mac Jones because I would have. That just wouldn't have made sense. But AJ, I don't understand the pick at all. If you're committing to Jimmy G for another couple of years, right? Why make this pick? Why give up that much? They gave up a ton of draft capital to move up, mm-hmm. right? They moved up to a guy who has no proven capability other but than I think 17 games played in FCS. And I he hasn't played for a year. We talked about the fact of which quarterbacks are ready now and which needs a year. And we said most of them can come in and start right now. And the only one is Lance. Can't really come into an NFL offense and start. He needs a year to sit behind someone. And that's what, that's what they went with. If they went with Jones, you're going to have to trade Garoppolo. Because do you really Jones think, can come in and start. Do you really think that they couldn't have got him in their original draft slot? They would not have gotten him at 12. No, Lance would have gotten taken by who the Broncos. The Bears at eleven traded up. They would have traded in front of them. The Eagles were there, like they. The Eagles weren't taking a quarterback. They were talking about it, but I don't think they would have gotten him at at twelve. I think they gave up way too much for a guy who's going to sit on the bench and for the next two years. They we we all forget they traded up for in front of Atlanta 
who Atlanta, I'm sure, would have t- would have uh, talked about taking uh, Trey Lance. I don't think so. So, in my opinion, I I'm not the biggest Trey. We, we I hate the, the pick. biggest. I hate the. Pick. We aren't the biggest Trey Lance fans. Nope. I hate uh, the pick. It could prove us wrong in a year. It won't because he has the wrong the raw talent, but he won't even see the field this year. No, he won't. But this I, is like picking Jordan Love. This is exactly like picking Jordan Love. But that's what we said. It's, we, we, we've it's been over waste. this in the fact. A, San Francisco won't have a top three pick, hopefully, for the next 10 years. This was a waste. Moving on. Moving on to later in the in the top 10, uh, the Dolphins go with the guy with Jalen Waddle. Like, Are you skipping like the Dolphins? Skipping? Well, everyone knew that Atlanta was going to take this. But, oh, but do you not like I'm just asking, do you like the pick? Yeah, no, I don't like the pick. No, really? Yeah, I like the pick. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> it's the pit. It's the second best player in the entire draft, and they got him. And and they got a generational talent. And the Bengals picked exactly who I said they were going to. The pick. Bengals and the Dolphins go with their slated in every mock draft pick. Uh, the Bengals. I actually thought the Dolphins were going to take Devontae Smith instead of Waddle, but I you're the only one who thought Devontae. Smith. I, I, I told you I love Devontae Smith, and he was my number one wide receiver, and I told you he would not go. Uh, in the top 10, and he did not go in the top 10. I get it, but look, they what we did say, or what I said, was the Bengals and the Dolphins would pick players that their com- their quarterbacks are comfortable with. Yeah. But then the, things got a little weird. Then the uh, the Lions go as uh, Panay Sewell, who I thought would go one spot later to Carolina, uh, but he did not fall to Carolina, so the Lions go with Sewell instead of going with wide receiver. And I really, I really like the pick. I think Sewell is probably, besides Lawrence and maybe Pitts, is probably the safest pick in this entire draft because you're almost—I I never want to put guarantees—but you're almost guaranteed a top five left tackle for the next ten years. Like you're getting a generational talent at seven when you're off it, like. We've talked about how many holes this team has. They got a quarterback who, in Jared Goff, I've been high on in the past. They have a run game. They, they've signed some wide receivers in the offseason. No crazy big names, but they got Perriman and Tyra Williams. Those guys can play on the, on the outside, and then they'll yep. get someone in day two or day three. And then on the defensive end, they drafted Okuda. They have a, some names on the defensive line, and... They, they really hurt at linebacker. So you're sitting there at seven, and you're like, at, Par- at Parsons at seven is just not worth it. It's not going to happen. You are the biggest Micah Parsons hater on the planet. Well, you don't draft a linebacker with the seventh overall pick when you don't have an offensive line, you don't have a wide receiver. <laughs> and they went with, with the offensive lineman, and this just completely reshapes not, not only that whole offensive line, but the whole offense. You saw what Jared Goff happened what happened to him in LA where first year comes in his rookie year, not the greatest looked like a, maybe a bust. And then they get Andrew Whitworth from the Bengals and he's a whole new man with a whole improved left tackle blindside yeah, blocker. Look, look. And I think, I think it's a Jared, really good pick for the Lions. Jared Goff needs protection. There's no doubt about it, but I, I like the pick. I, if, I if Waddle was there, I'm sure it would have been Waddle, but he was gone before and they took, it, it's like, it's so funny because like, oh, Waddle's gone. They had to settle with Penesul. Yeah, you just got you know a generational left tackle. Yeah, I whatever. It. But I th- I just think that the Lions. I think Jared Goff would have. I-, I think that matching him up with Devontae Smith would have been pretty special. I think he's the kind of he's the Robert Woods type of player, and with better speed that I think Goff would have really liked in that offense. And then after that, the uh, just 
All the, the shit hit the fan. The heartbreakers for, for us Cowboy fans <laughs> happen. The uh, Panthers take J.C. Horn, which I made it known uh, a little later a little later last night uh, that I thought J.C. Horn was moving up based on the rumors I was hearing. I think that he'll be picked before Sertain. Mm-hmm. And he was. Mm-hmm. Gets picked by Carolina. They take the athletic corner. And I think it's just it was best player available. Does Carolina need a corner that bad? It's a need. It's probably not their first-round need. But, hey, what happens in the draft, some of these teams, they take best player available. And that's what has been the notion for the last couple of years. It's like it's what the Cowboys did last year. They didn't take – they took CeeDee Lamb. Did they need CeeDee Lamb? By no means did they need CeeDee Lamb. But the way they were, the way that the the board fell, they they had to take the best player available. Weren't you a little shocked they didn't take Rashawn Slater? And, uh, I am shocked. And give Sam Darnold a solid left tackle, like you said, like like Sewell for the next ten right. years. That's why I was shocked. I yeah. I thought Horn, I thought Horn was going to go ahead of of him, but I thought it would be to someone who, who traded up because there was plenty of teams wanting to trade up, or the Broncos right right below them. But then the Broncos turn around. Tra- this, this, tra- <laughs> this, this pick blew my mind. They, they traded for Kendall Fuller. They signed Ronald Darby. Lots of moves for corners in the, NF, uh, in the uh, NFL offseason. Mm-hmm. And they turn around and take Patrick Sertain right in front, who many people had them taking in mock drafts right before us. And that's why we were, we were slated to take uh, Caleb Farley when the whole before his whole back surgery mm-hmm. and, every, and COVID and all these health concerns. Farley was... The consensus number two corner, and then later moved to number one, and then completely his draft stock was fell apart. Fell the, the third round, and then it was late first, and then it was the second. Like no one knew, but this was they were always taking a corner, and then they traded for a really good one and signed one that is you know Ronald Darby, who we make fun of a lot because when he was on the uh, the Eagles, but Amari they paid Cooper's him a lot. Bitch. They pl- they paid him a lot. And then they go around and take it right in front of our faces. So here's my question. Did you, in any scenario, think that Horn and Sertain would be the two picks no, right before I, us? I really didn't. Did the Cowboys, in any scenario, think that that was going to happen? I think the Cowboys didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, there were rumors that they were talking about trading up to six with the Dolphins, that the Dolphins maybe wanted to trade back because they saw that Waddle or Devontae Smith would still be there at, at 10. But the cost of moving up to secure a corner yeah, too was too much. Yep. Where on their draft board, their pick, who will be at 12, Micah Parsons, had a better grade overall than both the corners. Sure. And so when, they lost, they, both, when they lost both it. corners, it was a brilliant trade with the Eagles. It was. To pick up a th- another third round so, in this draft to move back to get the guy they still wanted. So now I'm just disappointed that not only Horn, who... Not only did I think he would go before us, and I also thought was the second best corner in the draft overall. Mm-hmm. Now Sertain goes ahead, and now is a Bronco, and now we have to root for Sertain to have a bad career, and that just <laughs> pains me. Why? He's in the AFC. We can still root for him because it'll always. I'll always remember this draft. We, we talked about it last night. We've talked about it for months. The only guy who has been penciled in, penciled in, to be. A Dallas Cowboy for months, absolutely penciled in, and he just gets snagged before, and it's very. It was it's just. Heart, it's a little heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It's a little heartbreaking. But then, then the Eagles, um, they give up a 
I'm telling you, the, the Eagles, like, yeah, the Eagles fans are happy. They trade up. They give up a third-round pick to move two spots. The Cowboys don't lose any ground because they weren't going to take a wide receiver, and then the Bears traded up. They weren't going to take a quarterback. Uh, the, Cowboy, take- the Cowboys weren't going to take a quarterback. <clears throat> and they get an extra third, and the Eagles trade up for Devontae Smith. I love Devontae Smith. I said he was the best wide receiver. I think I, it sucks that he has to be an Eagle now. But I just find it so funny that this Eagles team is going into rebuild mode. I think we can agree on that. Yep. They have a young quarterback. They just took a wide receiver in the first round. And they completely, I I think we can say, flunked on it because Jalen Rager just, I don't think he has that ability to be an elite no. wide receiver. But listen, Devontae, I mean, Devontae Smith, like we, we both love Devontae Smith, yeah. but we both are concerned about his size and can he last in the NFL. I'm not, I'm not concerned. I, I am. I think he looks like a toothpick and i think if somebody hits him coming across the middle a solid safety it might be the end of Devonte smith so i don't like the fact that we have to play him twice a year but i also don't think that he is going to have a 16 but, game career for the next 10 years but here's the thing with the with the eagles they don't have an offensive line their offensive line is either getting old yeah. or they lost a bunch of people on the offensive line yeah, their defense last is time i checked old. they traded for darius slayton and made him the highest paid corner at the time mm-hmm. and he sucks i've said that for years i think darius slay is just a name that was good, and he sucks now. Mm-hmm. They don't have any safeties. Their linebacking uh, core is kind of diminishing. Their defensive line, once upon a time, is the best in the league. We saw last year that Fletcher Cox is getting old. Yep. Malik Jackson was getting old. Barnett is getting old. They have so many other other uh, issues. That you would g- that give they, up a third-rounder. But, but here's my issue with it. They could have stayed, or, or they could have traded up to 10, and I thought they were trading up to 10. We, I think we, we knew the Devontae Smith thing was coming because that's why they hopped in front of the Giants at the time. Yep. But why didn't they hop up to 10 to take Micah Parsons? I think they could have used Micah Parsons way more than we could have used Micah Parsons, and that's why I thought they were doing it. But I guess that's why they made the trade, I think the Cowboys said later, because they knew that they wanted a wide receiver because yep. of talks in, earlier in the draft. Yep. And they take Devontae Smith. I'm fine with it. I think it's a good pick because Devontae Smith is good. I also think it's a bad pick because the Eagles have a million other holes and they take a wide receiver back-to-back years in the first round. And, give, with and give up a third-round pick, which they really need right now. Fine with me. Yep. Uh, then the Bears make their move. They trade up with the Giants, take Justin Fields. But they already have the Red Rocket. They take Justin Fields. Red Rocket is still a starting quarterback. Is he? That's what they said. Okay. So they, they, they trade up for Fields. I think it's a really good trade up. They had to give up. A bunch to move just nine spots. A ton. But they wouldn't have gotten a quarterback if they didn't do it. But they trade up nine spots, give up a first next year, a couple picks later in this draft this year, and they they hopefully get their starting quarterback for the next decade. Do you think that at some point, like as the draft was going, they were like, oh my God, we could get Justin Fields? Like it mm-hmm. must have been like walking into a candy store. Well, I think they they knew this. Once he once Denver went certain and didn't Yep. Go another quarterback and triple down in the quarterback room. They just had to get ahead they of the had Patriots. To, they had to get ahead of the Patriots and pick who pick who they wanted and not let the Patriots decide who they get. Yep. So the uh the Fields pick it's, it's good. I think at this point, does it really matter if, if Fields is that good? I'm just happy that they went up and took a quarterback and now the Bears fans can breathe because they were all pissed about signing Andy Dalton with with all this talent on both sides of the ball and them still not having a quarterback. So hopefully Fields if Andy Dalton hopefully he doesn't last that long. I'm 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 just hoping for the better that that Dalton either 
sucks or they just hand the reins off to Fields right away, and he can he can really propel that offense. I think Justin Fields could be Deshaun Watson in time. The Deshaun Watson that doesn't go to massage parlors and you know <laughs> and get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But he has that kind of upside. He has that kind of athleticism. So I'd like to pick. I think the Bears needed a quarterback. They gave up a ton. But, you know, hey, it's uh, the Red Rocket is not going to be your quarterback forever. Mm-mm. He won't. Uh, and then the, the 12th pick with the Cowboys. Uh, they trade back, get an extra third-round pick. It's just a genius trade. It's like a, you just get a free third-round pick because the Eagles needed to trade up or else the, or else the uh, Giants would have stayed at 11, picked Devontae Smith. So they, you get a free third-round pick. I have no problem with the trade back. I would have liked to keep acquiring third-round picks and keep trading back with the Jets who wanted to move up, the, maybe the Patriots, maybe the, the Dolphins again, or Washington to get Mac Jones. And instead we go with who I think we all were expecting with Micah Parsons. Okay, so I'm going to talk first because you're a hater and I, and I don't like it. I don't, I, and I'll say this. I know I've talked about Par- – it's, cra- it's crazy because we, I've talked about Parsons, said I didn't want him. Uh, I don't want him at 10. I don't want him at 12. If we trade back later, I'll take it. Parsons is a good player. That's not the problem. Like, no dummy is sitting here and saying Parsons is going to be a bust. Parsons sucks. Parsons not... Like, Parsons is a beast. Mm -hmm. The dude is a beast Mm -hmm. of a linebacker. My issue is going into this, you have no no number one corner on your roster. You have... Who's not a number one yet, but... I mean, he had showed signs, but if you have another one across from him, he doesn't need to cover the number one wide receiver. You have one of the most, we, we've talked about for a year now in Sertain coming out, who would have changed your defensive back room for years and gotten you a shutdown corner, in my opinion. Yeah. Now you draft a linebacker in Parsons. And your, your, your draft, I just don't like, last year we took CeeDee Lamb and we drafted our Probably our fourth or fifth need in a wide receiver in the first round. But you had to do it because it's CeeDee Lamb. Like, the number one wide receiver in the entire draft gets pushed down to, like, 17. You had to take him. Mm -hmm. Now you have, you go second, the the back-to-back years where you take a player that you're fourth or fifth need, in my opinion, in in linebacker, where you have Jalen Smith, who I've talked about everybody is, is... has completely dismissed, and he sucks now. Last time I checked, Jalen Smith, the year before last year, was a really good run stopper, good pass rusher from from the line uh, linebacker spot, and and was was looking like your future middle linebacker. And he has one bad year when the, the everybody had a bad year. The Cowboys sucked okay. last year. Yeah, and now everyone wants to wants to fade him. I think he's still a really good middle linebacker. Lane Vander Esch, I get he gets hurt. He has his, his fifth year option. They haven't uh, and declined or accepted i still think he's good and you can't just i i i think you just can't be drafting someone's replacement just because they've gotten hurt a a couple years but and still show signs that they're very good and then you draft another linebacker i get he's good another linebacker at 12 and it's just like all right we just drafted vander esch are you done we just drafted it's like another linebacker are you done talking yes you're done talking Mm -hmm. okay Three things. Number one, did you just watch Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl? I did. Okay. The two best players on the field, other than Tom Brady, were Levante David and their other linebacker, Devin Smith. Mm -hmm. Okay. A, the linebacker position can change your entire defense. 
If you you have a four three nine guy in Micah Parsons who is a freak, there is about one percent body fat on a two forty five frame. He runs like the wind and he tackles like a machine. He's basically Sean Lee in a better athlete, mm-hmm. right? Now you're putting him and you're getting Vanderesh, him and uh, Jalen Smith on a four three defense for Dan Quinn, where he can blitz people from everywhere. He can move people around. You've got people now that can mix between the run and and uh, coverage and the Cowboys couldn't stop the run to save their lives mm-hmm. so why wouldn't you add a tackling machine who probably is going to be your middle linebacker and put Jalen Smith back on the, the weak side or the Sam side where he plays much better because he is not a middle linebacker he gets lost in the middle linebacker space he's not the captain of the defense let him run around and be athletic but don't let him call the plays and be in the middle because he doesn't know where to go and he's always in the wrong gap so I love this pick. I think this pick makes us good because, number one, we upgraded our defensive line in free agency. We'll get a corner in the second round, either Asante Samuel or A-Rob from UCF or you know the guy from Bolden from Washington. We'll get another corner in the second round. But I love this pick because, yes, would I have liked Sertain? That would probably have been our number one need. But if it wasn't our number one need, I love this pick. It just, I don't know, it just stings because the... Every, I mean, you could make an argument that every other defensive position is a better need for for us. And you, totally disagree. And you take a, a linebacker, which disagree. Just, and, Land, and and if Leighton Van Der Esch plays sixteen games and has a, another All Pro or a Pro Bowl season, come come talk to me. It isn't going to happen. The guy has had neck issues, collarbone issues, back issues, knee issues. Like he has been out. I mean, he's basically the new Sean Lee. Can't count on him. And right now, with Keanu Neal being both a safety or you could move him to linebacker, you have flexibility. You lost Joe Thomas. You lost a bunch of linebackers in free agency. We needed to... Luke Gifford was not the answer, AJ. Now, if you want to make my position on this pick a lot better, day two, Christian Barrymore still on the board for day two. It's crazy. Uh, Asante Samuel, Trevon Morig, uh, Holland, the uh, safety out of Oregon. Mm Mm-hmm. All these guys, the, Richie Grant, the, say, the if, linebacker if, out of uh, no. Oh, no, you saying, want to take another linebacker? No, no, I'm just saying the linebacker out of Notre Dame, he's still available. Or so, Moa. I'm just saying in the first 12 picks, you're gonna see some pretty good 12, players taken. Or if we trade up, or at number 12, if you want to get a little Christian Barrymore, who I was so ready to trade down to the 20s to get in the first round, mm-hmm. or you want to draft some Asante Samuel, this pick is a little bit better because yeah, then you get a really good player and you still get who I thought was a first grade talent. In the second round. We have five pick picks in the first hundred. We're going to upgrade the defense. So moving on. Moving on. The the next two picks, offensive linemen, two two Are teams who needed to improve their offensive picks. linemen. Great picks. Chargers, I really didn't think were expecting Slater to be there at 13. They nope. were trying to move into the top t- top like 10 to 11, 12 range. A couple picks up to get insure Slater because they needed a left tackle for uh Mr. Herbert, and now they get that guy. And Slater's a beast. The dude is humongous. I've been watching more and more tape. I really think he's going to be the best lineman in this draft. I think he's going to be better than Sewell. Nobody gets around this guy. The guy had, he let him two sacks his entire senior year. I think they're, it's not, one's going to be better. They're both generational tackle talents that we haven't seen in years. Yeah. Rashawn Slater is going to be that Trent Williams, Tyron Smith. We have not had a draft where there's two tackles that I think we can consensusly say is top 
five left tackles in the next the, five years. There were I a couple last year with Mechie Becton and you know right, but Becton and well, well Becton and Werfs and all that yeah, were really good. I think both these guys, prospect-wise, are better than all of them. No, I agree. I, I think both of them are phenomenal. I, I really like this player. I, I think Justin Herbert probably went and popped a bottle of champagne last yes. night. And then the Jets trade up, get uh, their guard in Ali Ver, uh, Vera Tucker. And it's a it's a trade-up. They had to give up their, uh, their second first-round pick to trade up uh, with the Vikings. And they get... They, they, they got their quarterback, and then they got their protection for him. So is it fair to say that Zach Wilson may never be hit from his blind side ever? Between him and Becton on, on the left side? Right. And he might, I mean, there's, yeah, he can play inside and outside. He might play that left guard. He might play the right tackle, you know. Yeah. It's, he can play whichever position. So whichever one pick. they need him, it's a good trade-up to get. I'm telling you, the Jets are going to be so much better this year. Yeah. And then the uh your boy Mac Jones falls, falls all the way to 15. Was going to we thought we were going to go 3. Then we I I said in the mock it's one of the only things I got right this mock draft. Mm-hmm. I said I said back when we made the mock draft, I said the 49ers would take uh Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And I said and I didn't have Mac Jones in the top 10 and you're like uh you're forgetting someone in the top 10. I was like no, I'm not. You're like, yeah, you're forgetting Mac Jones. And I said, Mac Jones doesn't get taken at three. He's going to slide. He's going to slide out of the top 10 unless someone trades up for him. And I just don't see that happening in the top 10. He's going to slide all the way down but, to the Patriots, which once, exactly but, but happened. Once again, it shows Bill Belichick's genius over some of these other GMs. Yep. The Bears give up a lion share to go up and get... Uh, Justin, Fields. Justin Fields. The 49ers give up way too much to get a guy who's never going to play. Yep. And here they are, Belichick, waiting and sitting and doesn't have to give up a single person to get the quarterback they ultimately wanted. Mm-hmm. It's and, and it's just perfect. Tom Brady 2.0. Picture, per, picture perfect. Tom Brady 2.0. Tom Brady 2.0. 2.0. That's, that's the guy. And 2.0. they get Mac Jones. Who He's a stud. Walked out a little awkward. Uh, looked like a little... He did nerd walk. when he walked out. Yeah, but honestly, did you see Trevor Lawrence when he was hugging all of his, you know, uh, family members? Yeah. He looked a little awkward too. Yeah. But I, I think it's a good pick for him. Uh, Cam is going to start there this season. If Cam for, has for another, about two weeks, if Cam plays like he did in the first two weeks of last season, I think Mac Jones will be will have to wait a year. If Cam Newton plays after after he got COVID, Mac Jones should be right in there in plenty of time. Mark my words, okay? I want it marked on the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones will be the best quarterback in this draft after the first two guys. Or the third best quarterback in this draft, career-wise. All right. Mark uh, my words. Then we get into the... Then things just got weird. Well, then we get into the teens where we see linebacker after edge after running back come off the board. <laughs> Uh, we see the Cardinals take Zayvon Collins, good linebacker at Tulsa. He's a really good linebacker. I just thought at 16, this was a, a little bit of a pull, like a little bit of a stretch. He, he's one of the, he's another raw talent guy who's more of like an edge rusher than a linebacker, more of a, a like a combo. Yeah. But I, but I feel like this is the Hassan Reddick pick that they did like well, two that's, years yeah, ago. That, that, that that's failed. to replace him, and they get basically his replacement. It's one of those guys that, again, penciled in like, Needed a linebacker slash edge yeah. rusher to replace Reddick. But do you think left. he's better than than the Notre Dame guy? That's why I thought I thought Koromoa was for sure a top fifteen pick. Yeah. I don't not, know why he's dropping. He not didn't top twenty. Four. He didn't get picked in the first round. Uh, I'm surprised by yep. that one. Yep. 
Then the Raiders do their ceremonial <laughs> annual. What the hell? Pick a guy who shouldn't go in the first round. Pick a guy that we know his name, but when you announce it, we're like, who is that? And then you see, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. I saw him mock drafting my team in the third round. And they take Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. I, I don't get it. In my opinion, good pick. I think this dude is is lower on a lot of people's draft boards for no reason. I think he is... He, the dude is humongous. 6'5", 340, I think, 320. But, he, but he'd be there 32 picks from now. But I... It's, it, there's there's a point where yeah I understand teams have different different draft boards but when the consensus is that he'll be there in 32 picks yeah that's a little rough that's a little rough to draft him at 17 when we know the Raiders last year defensively yep. were putrid yep. like a lot of other teams in this top 20 and they take a tackle which they need but when you could have got this tackle in the and, and you, this isn't like Slater, and you right. could have got this tackle in the 30 second, 32 picks later. It, it stings a little. I think he's going to be really good. I really do. I think this guy, if he gets his, you know, gets a little bit of coaching, gets his technique down, yep. he has the size to be really good. I just thought that the Raiders were going to go for somebody who could rush the passer. But you knew this was coming. You had to, I mean, once he was up, I was looking at who is supposed, who is a, who is the hundredth overall prospect on the board at 17 who they're going to pick i was just surprised it wasn't etn to keep the uh the clemson going yeah. the clemson streak but they take leatherwood you know gruden i don't love the pick you're you're you're, you're special you are special you are you are you're one of a kind listen the raiders are gonna be eight and eight again or eight and nine <laughs> probably the uh the dolphins they take jalen phillips edge out of pick. miami hate it uh and re- i don't hate really it because good, of jalen phillips really good player has concussion issues and how, how do the Dolphins not take Najee Harris here? How? You, you're, you've you fixed so many holes, right? Mm-hmm. You get the wide receiver. Well, you Ga- get- Gaskin, I think they really liked as a guy that came out. And they they also have a lot of draft picks uh, this year. And they I don't think they felt at 18 when we have two first-round picks. And we hope to never have two first-round picks in the draft ever again. We don't, we're not hoping to have a top... 10 pick ever again I think that they I think they were like a running back at 18 let alone in the first round is is something that's being kind of sh- uh, shamed upon nowadays Stupid. and they take Jalen Phillips who could pay off big time this is talk we're talking about probably was the first edge off the board if he didn't have health concerns and now, but he does have health concerns he he's, does. He gets. Yeah, he does. He's like one concussion away from never playing football again. Like I don't know. This is this is a reach for me. I don't think this was a good pick for what they needed. I think they needed a running back desperately. I thought Najee Harris is generational. He's Derrick Henry 2.0, and they should have taken him here. Uh, then at 19, uh, the Washington football team takes Jamin Davis out of Kentucky, a guy that's floated around. Another one that's like. Is he a late second, early third? Does he sneak into the first as of yesterday? And he sneaks all the way to 19. And He's a scary player. He's he is extraordinarily right. he's, talented. He's right there in terms of the freak of nature that Parsons is. Yes. Uh, Phillips when he's on the, he, on the field. He's definitely more raw than Micah Parsons. Yeah. But for Washington, who already has a ridiculous front seven, yeah. this, is, can't hurt. this is not going to hurt at all. No. This is a scary pick for us. Then we start to see some crazy picks that are just like, huh? Yep. Uh, starting with the Giants, they take Kadarius Tony. Love him. 
uh, kind of, we were with some Giants fans. We just kind of look at each other and we go, not a bad pick, but love, definitely an, love an the eye, player. definitely a, a, a head scratcher. Don't understand the pick for the Giants, but no. I love the player. Like, I think the player is excellent. I just don't think that the Giants needed him. No, that, that's what I'm saying. And then we, we, could, we go back to the, the Cowboys take CeeDee Lamb last year. Like, the Giants don't need a wide receiver, but was Tony the best player on the board? That also I don't think is correct. You have Quiddy Pay that gets picked a, a pick later. Yep. You have Farley who they, they, don't need, really need a corner. they need probably another corner for the long term. They have some two older ones. Yep. Uh, you also have Bateman who's there who honestly in a lot of in, in a lot of analysts had him over Tony to say the least. Then you have in the later rounds, uh, Rousseau, and, yeah. and then you I, have Barrymore that was still there. Ba- Barrymore or, or I thought Rousseau defensive line, should have been the pick. I thought defensive line should have been the pick because Agreed. of how bad their pass rush was. Agreed. And they take to Tony, who, great player, we've said, doesn't drop any passes. But to be the, the third string there, once you just paid a boatload of money to Kenny Galladay, it's, Gallad- an, in, it's Gallad- an interesting pick. Hold on. You have Galladay, Slayton, and Shepard. What do you need another wide receiver for? And Evan Ingram. I mean, we can't catch, but, you know, I mean, he could potentially be there. And you have Saquon coming back. What do you need a wide receiver for? It's a... Doesn't make any it's sense. It's an interesting pick. Doesn't make any sense. But, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine with them putting, you know, With the Giants a and great the player Eagles on the taking bench. a first-round wide receiver not named C.D. Lamb. <laughs> All right, and then the Colts take Quiddy Pay. Uh, I like the pick. Everyone seems to not love this guy. He's... When I watch film, he's great. Uh, great upside. Great upside, needs some coaching, needs a little bit. I mean, he's just a raw talent. You know, he's 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 going to get to the passer. He's the Colts this is a great pick for the Colts. I mean, their their offensive line is the best. They're they've got the running backs. They've got they the wide receivers. The they got the quarterback. They don't have much holes. Their linebackers are phenomenal. They just never seem to have put it together because yep. they've never had the elite quarterback. And yep. now they're ho- they, I don't think they have an elite quarterback still. <laughs> but they're hoping that they do, in w- that Wentz can return. But that's gonna—it's—it's it's all gonna be on the quarterback. They've had a team for the last three years. We all thought could be a Super Bowl contender. Yep. They're gonna be a Super Bowl contender once again. We'll know in about the first half of the season if they can be, because it all depends on Wentz. That yep. in my opinion. But I like the pick. Then the Titans take their risk and they take Caleb Farley off the board. I thought he was gonna slip all the way to the second round. I didn't I think did anyone too. was gonna take him. And they take a risk. We're talking about the guy who was on a lot of people's boards. The number one corner in the draft was slated to go in the top 10. Yep. Two uh, back surgeries. Two right. back surgeries, or, or had a back surgery in college and has another one in, in the offseason. Yep. Gets COVID. Scares just a lot of people. You know, when you yep. hear that many health concerns, scares but, a lot of people. But if he comes back, it's, it's going to be but a boom. But if he comes back and is really healthy. It's a great pick. He's, it's a really good pick because yep. he is he's an all-around dominant guy when he played at, at Virginia Tech. Then the the Vikings when they traded down, great pick. Uh, they take Christian Derisaw, another who, who tackle. also the Giants could have used. The Giants, and then that's why I thought the Raiders were going to take mm-hmm. if they took an offense offense tackle. This you, was another. You, you want to talk about a massive first human rounder? Being? He is massive, massive, yeah, massive, and really talented. Yeah, uh, he might actually another one who could be one of the best tackles another, in the whole draft. Another six five three twenty guy. That's <laughs> uh, crazy. Just a. I mean, all these offense tackles, in terms of their build and their size, yep. we're talking about if they can really be the best against NFL-level edge rushers, these guys are set up to be cornerstones, the best of the best in the next couple of years. Yep. 
Then the another pencil in pick. You have a couple of these in the first round. More than I thought we were gonna get. The Steelers take Najee Harris, and everyone gets a check mark on their mock draft. Holla freaking Luya. Everyone gets a uh, a check mark. Harris to the Steelers, which I think he already had. A, I I already think his name and his number are on a jersey <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and he already has one delivered to his house because. This was slated in at 24, I'm, I really do think. I'm telling you right now, the Dolphins will rue the day mm-hmm. that they that they skipped on this guy. I mean, they, they let James Conner go. James Conner looked like he was a really good running back a year ago, and then he just was kind of... Nothing. He kind of sucked this mm-hmm. year. I mean, that's the only way to put it. And Benny Snell got a blue his knee out. Yeah, now they get a guy who is dominant, is... A freak of nature who is a bulldozing, pass catching speed. Like there's no unbelievable there's, there's no juke. con to to this pick, really. Nope. The only con is that yeah, you pick a running back high, but I don't care. The At Steelers, 24, it's the a Steelers steal. have a great defense. They could have picked a they could have picked a quarterback, but there was no quarterback at twenty four that they would have picked. But they re signed Mason Rudolph, it's all good. Yeah. So a running back here is not the end of the world for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who were 11-0 and uh, just a year ago. Then it gets a little weird. The The Jaguars take Travis Etienne. Who I might be the dumbest pick in the entire first <laughs> you round. You do win your, your over one and a half running backs in the first thank round. Thank you, thank uh, you. I did not think Etienne would go in the first appreciate round. Appreciate you bringing and that up. And if the Jaguars didn't pick him here, he would not have gone in the first round. That is true. And the Jaguars take doing? Travis Etienne. And we talked about this on, that would be so cool if Etienne and Lawrence could be together. But then we're like, oh, no. They had this guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, James Robinson, who was pretty much... Thousand-yard back and like, led all rookies. The second-best running back last year behind, uh, Derrick behind Derrick Henry. And they just go take a running back here. How does this 25. make any sense? With all the needs the Jacksonville Jaguars have, how does this make any Again, sense? Etienne, great player. Going to be a good third down back. Going to be a great pass catching back out of the backfield. But it's just stupid. It's It's just a dumb pick in the fact that you don't need a running back. You don't need to take him this high because he wasn't going the first round. You could have taken him in, you know, they have a top... 10 pick in the in or they have the top pick in the top five pick in the in the second round you probably could have got him in the second round right so then you take him at 25 and it, it's just i don't know it just it just leaves me wondering why like you have a need for a corner you have a need for an edge and you have a need for a safety nowhere on the needs list was a running back nope. and you take the running back just be just because he went to the same college as, as Trevor Lawrence. That's right. basically the reasoning. And you have Carlos Hyde on the team as well. So I don't get this pick at all. At all. At Unless all. he's converting to a wide receiver. No. <laughs> Unless he is, but I you, don't know. You want to talk about a team that needed a safety desperately? Yeah. Like th- this Morick team has good corners. Really Morick would have been a phenomenal pick here. Or they needed defensive end help. Like Rousseau would have been a great pick here. I don't understand this Travis ATM pick at all. I don't know. Uh, and then we get into the last couple picks of the draft. The Browns take Greg Newsom, a good corner. Good pick. Good, pick. good first round grade corner. Yep. The Baltimore Ravens take Rashad Bateman. They finally take a wide receiver to help out 
Lamar Jackson. They got panned online for this pick. I love Rashad Bateman. He's a good I love player. his size. He, I love he fits his hands. Well, he fits well with the with the Ravens. They already have Hollywood Brown, who is a speedy yep. outside guy. Now they get a big tall outside guy. Someone mm-hmm. like if they took if they took who everyone wanted them to take the per, Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Yeah, that's just you're a, just getting another Hollywood Brown. So correct. like you're just you're not getting any size or any anything else on the other side of the ball which now they get in Bateman it's a good pick he's gonna Again, be he's gonna be the Justin these, Jefferson these of this teams year. that have these last couple of picks besides you know the Jaguars who just have an extra first round pick yep. don't really have a lot of holes that's why they went deep in the playoffs so <laughs> any player is really good and the best pick I think of the entire first round Whoa. except you know it, it, the entire first round in terms of Player that I that is drafted 28th overall and has the ability to be an All Pro and one of the greats, the Saints take Peyton Turner, and I bet half of probably 90% don't know who Peyton Turner is. An edge rusher out of Houston, played five games last year before getting hurt and being out for the season. Mm-hmm. Had 10 and a half sacks and seven tackles for loss. Yep. Watch the film, and the dude is a beast yep. on the outside. Didn't play, only played five games in his final season. I think that hurt a lot of uh, a lot, his draft stock. Yep. And there was no combine, so not a lot of uh, not a lot of judgment in terms of sample size that he played in, in college. But the dude is a beast. He yep. has the ability to be the, not only the best edge in this draft, but the best defensive player in this draft. Can come to the Saints, work behind Cam Jordan. And just be a beast. I think he will be. I think this is a great pick for the Saints. They had him. They had a second. Most teams had a second round grade on him. And then late in the evening, they talk about him sneaking up just because they look at the production and his tape and how he could sneak into the first round. It's a good pick by the Saints. So for two reasons, it's a good pick. One, Marcus Davenport is in his last year of his contract. They lost Trey Hendrickson. Lost, and that's the big yeah. thing. They lost Hendrickson, who was such a good player. Yeah, and this is a six foot six, two hundred and seventy pound guy who runs like the wind and has arms that are longer than my legs. Like, hey, six foot six, two seventy sounds like a player that was drafted uh, second overall last year in the draft. Uh, maybe Chase Young. Yeah, and that's who I think is a really yeah. good comparison. I don't think he's Chase Young, but I, you know, he played. Obviously, uh, the same school that Ed Oliver played. And though Ed Oliver was more of an inside guy, um, he had the same kind of production when he was healthy. So I like the pick, too. I think it's a, you know, a risk-reward boomer bust pick, but like the Saints... The ceiling I mean, is high. Yeah, the ceiling's high. Uh, then the, the Packers, who were in the news, and I guess we could talk about the Aaron Rodgers kind of draft, or the oh, Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers needs to stop news. crying. Aaron Rodgers, it comes out that he doesn't want to return to the I Packers. Don't, I don't want to go back to my team anymore. They're not very nice Which to me. Which we knew in a year. Like, this all started a year ago. They drafted his backup. You don't just draft the a guy who got you to the NFC Championship and then also got you and, and won the MVP. Yeah. And you don't, you don't just draft his replacement. You draft his replacement, obviously, because he wanted out. He's wanted out for a year. Now he wants out, and it's public. And at 29, you take a, they take a corner in Eric Stokes, who not only did I not think would go in the first round, I don't even know if I thought he would go in the second round. <laughs> and they take a corner, and it's like, all right, Wait, fine. Could you, could you just do the stat you and told me about before? And now makes, it makes it 10 straight first-round picks since 2005, since they've drafted Aaron Rodgers, that they went defense. Well, nine no, straight. Nine, nine, out, of nine ten, out of ten that they the, took a defensive player. And the only offensive the player. The only offensive player was his replacement. 
in in Jordan Jordan Love. Love. <laughs> so it makes no sense. This organization is just retarded. Re- just stupid that they haven't drafted one offensive player in the first round to get him help. They drafted his replacement. He should want out. He should get traded. He should go somewhere else. He's not going to. Nope. They're not just going to trade Aaron Rodgers. For nothing. But I don't know what's going to happen. He'll probably suck it up and play another year and then his contract's up. But the Packers are just, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. Just their front office is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> then to end, we, end, we have three edge rushers in the final three picks. Gregory Rousseau goes to the Bills. Jason away goes to the Ravens and the only person this is what I can say the only person in the first round who I had no idea who he was and I'll say that on on here yep Joe Tryon from Washington that went to the Bucks I had never heard of him either not sure who he was another edge I mean, it's the Bucks. Do they have a hole? No. no. Who cares who the, the Bucks? The pick? entire team the Bucks is coming can pick back. Who the hell they right. want? But don't you don't you find it amazing that I, I was thinking that they were going to pick a quarterback here, like get a yeah. fifth year option, get go get either Trask or uh, the guy from Stanford Mills, mm-hmm. right, and have somebody under Brady to you know for the next two years to. I mean, Brady's not playing forever. Yeah. But you know, like I was a little shocked that with you know that thirty-two with we'll the thirty-second we'll pick and, the no, next, and no needs, they have no needs. Yeah. So why not pick a, a quarterback? We'll see it in the next in next the round. next round or two that they'll take. But them. the only reason they did this is you know Jason Pierre-Paul is getting up there and you know I mean so why not try to find his you know eventual replacement? But mm-hmm. I had no idea who Joe Tryon is. As for Jason Oa and uh, Greg Rousseau, Oa is a, a great, both are excellent, a really good player. Rousseau is a really good player. Yeah. If if Rousseau played last year, he probably went in the top fifteen. Yeah. You know, he just had no tape on him for the last year. And so, you know, people kind of forgot about him. But that's a really good pick for the Bills who just keep loading up on defense. Yep. Loading up. And that's the first round. All right. So overall, you're, 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 you're two or one or two just aha moments. You know, you're one or two like, this is what I took from the first round. Um, I took that. I took that edge rushers are just keep getting more valued and more valued yep. and just they, they've gone from guys that you can get in later rounds and now there's six of them going in the first round and I also saw that the the quarterback fall off is real like these there are five quarterbacks and the rest are backups mysteries and guys <laughs> that people re- I think all these teams consensually do not have as high grades yep. and they're gonna fall a lot of them won't even get drafted. Yep. And I think this is a five-quarterback draft, and we're probably going to see three of them be really good in their career. We're going to see a bust, and we're going to see a, a guy that floats around maybe in his career. My, my, my two aha moments are, number one, I have 15 guys that I thought could go in the first round still available. That's another one. There's some great talent yeah. in this beginning of this second round that is going to be snatched up today. Yeah. And, my sec- and a, lot like last, a lot like last year. Where you had T. Higgins and DeAndre Swift, yep. uh, a couple of other wide receivers in Pittman, uh, and and uh, the guy from on the Steelers, and you just had a lot of guys fall from the first round. Yep. To the second. Yeah. No, it's uh, there's some really good talent in the second round. This my second aha moment is I just keep going back and thinking the San Francisco 49ers blew this draft. I, I think that Trey Lance pick is going to come back to haunt them. Well, here I'll, I'll tell you this. We will not know until Trey Lance plays. True. But Dwayne Haskins 2.0 <laughs> can, 
to give up that much draft capital to go get. If they would have gotten Justin Fields, I would have been like, okay, I, I get it. Because Justin Fields has some tremendous upside. If they did it for Mac Jones, I would have been like, I really see the fit. I don't see the Trey Lance fit. I just don't. Maybe I'll be, maybe I will eventually come back around and be like, I'm wrong. I don't see it. I think Mac Jones is going to be a better quarterback. I think Justin Fields is going to be a better quarterback. Um, so that was my two takeaways. And then a third takeaway, I think the Dolphins should have gotten Najee Harris. You've made that clear. Okay. Well, I think the Cowboys should not have drafted Mike. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> but that's our that's our first round. Uh, we, we'll recap, I guess. On some, Tuesday, some, we'll, we'll, yeah. do second, we'll do two through seven yeah, in an not, abridged version. We're not doing, uh, not we're pick, not by doing pick. pick by pick two through seven. We'll, we'll break down if anything crazy this happens. What, what we'll do we'll is be, we'll be back to uh, news could, and, could and rumors do, and sports. Yeah, um, and we could also kind of do like our, our maybe top five teams that, you know, their top we'll grades, and, grades. And, the, and, the, and the five worst. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys, um, they get an F. Go back to bed. <laughs> That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials, on especially on TikTok. I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is sports appeal aj my instagram is the sports appeal podcast follow me on all those you can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on apple Podcasts or spotify just search up the sports appeal also you can go to my homepage anchor.fm slash aj teal to get to all the external links 